It's a Rich Word. Hi, and welcome to It's a Rich Word podcast, featuring the teachings of Drs. Adam and Ava Richardson of Christian Life Bible Church in Gratina, Louisiana. We welcome you to join us each day to receive a rich word from our pastors over 30 years of ministry. You will laugh, you will cry, you will be inspired, you will transform. We invite you to join us and to tell a friend about the podcast. Subscribe, like, and join us each day for a rich word. But I think one of the things we get, we, we, we get we, we we get thrown off uh in our perspective because sometimes you have the mindset that you're dealing with just mere people but in fact you're not Any service you render in the house of God, you're not rendering it to man, but under God. Like I said, even if man don't say thank you, God says it. But you see, we don't realize sometimes we don't have that perspective. You know, you know, you. I told you in some of my helps teaching, you don't work for me, you work with me for him. We all are working for him. See, the Bible says we are workers together with him. But see, you got to keep that perspective. You know, we'll do things, we'll say things, but we have no consciousness that God is listening and watching. But we do that because we just feel like we're dealing with man and not God. But it's God. God is the rewarder. I may not say thank you. I don't, that's not my intention, but it may not come from me. You're going to do what you do faithfully. It doesn't matter if I say thank you. Now, I'm not saying I shouldn't say it because I should. That's the honorable thing to do. When people help you and bless you, you should thank them for it. You should acknowledge the fact that they are blessing to you. You should do that. But just in case they don't, you're not going to get, you're not going to fall out because they don't. Because it's not about them as to what you're doing in the house of God. It's about, it's about, it's about God.
See, if we can keep that perspective, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing that people do with their, their gimmick, with, with their gimmick. You say, well, I'm not giving no, I'm not giving my money to no preacher. Well, you, you don't have to give it to the preacher. You're giving it to God. Now, you see, you, you got to read Hebrews 6. You see, you got people talking about uh, the tithing. They say, well, it was under the law. Okay. But we know it was 430 years before the law. Abraham gave tithe. We know that, right? And he gave tithe to Melchizedek. We know that too, right? Melchizedek is after the order of Jesus Christ. Right? When you get in Hebrews 6, it talks about dead men receive tithe. <laughs> but how we know when you get in the eighth verse, it talks about Jesus. Jesus is the one who received your tithes. But you see, you think you're dealing with the church and the pastor and all them crazy people. You think you're dealing with them. You're not dealing with them. You're dealing with Jesus. Jesus is the one who received your tithes. Jesus is the one who keep account of your tithes. Jesus is the one who rewards you for your tithe giving. Jesus rewards you for that. And that's New Testament. Jesus always went to the temple, right? That's where he always was. That's where all the controversy started when Jesus was in the temple. He read the book and sat down, and they had a fit. Right? So what I'm trying to tell you, Jesus grew up paying debts. Jesus was a tither. Well, I messed you up, didn't you? You see? But you don't, you, you'll say, well, I ain't you know, I ain't let them folks drain me all my money. I mean, this is my money. Oh, God, I don't have no money. Everything I have, God gave it to me. And I'm not looking for no excuse and no way out of doing what I know he wants me to do. I'm not looking for no excuse. Are you listening to me? Now I'm going to tell you this here and I'm going to be straight up with you. Man, if I was a man who looked for excuses when it came to the will of God, I wouldn't be sitting here today. I would be dead. But I thank God for his mercy. And I thank God for people praying for me. But I also had a track record. Do you understand that? Amen. And the master had use for me. Yes, 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 yes. 
One thing that he knew he could do was count on me. I'm loyal. I got to be loyal to him. Anybody understand what I'm saying to you? See, if, yeah, see, this so 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 to be faithful. See, honors God more than it does man. Your faithfulness gives more honor to God than it does to me. Oh, it blesses me. It helps me to do what He's called me to do. Which, see, I couldn't do what God called me to do without faithful people. Faithful people, loyal people, couldn't do it. You see, but your faithfulness is your honor towards your father, your heavenly father. Amen. Again, a faithful man doesn't doesn't do what he wants to. He do what he should. And he's constant. You still with me? Amen. Now, look at 1 Corinthians 4:2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. In stewardship, a man should be found what? Faithful. Now, to me, stewardship means I take care of something that belongs to someone else. I'm loyal to another. You know, you can you, you, you can have people that listen to me. You you can have people that's loyal. Loyal to working in the church, loyal to the pastor of the church. But there's always somebody coming along to try to shoot that down. How many of you remember Job's wife? You remember the devil told God that if you moved the hedge from about you, Job would curse you. God, paraphrasing God, said in his words, I accept that challenge. I know Job. And the, and, and, and the thing got real bad for Job. And the devil filled his mouth, filled his wife's mouth with his words. She told Job, you ought to curse God and die. Now, see, 
she didn't know by which spirit she was speaking by, but she was speaking by the spirit of the devil. And there are people that that's right in the house will speak, but they don't know by what spirit they're speaking by. Their mouth will fill with the words of the devil. And what they do, they try to crush things that will cause, especially when you're loyal. I, I've had people that, you know, they call other people, you ain't nothing but a flunky. That's all you are. You're just a little flunky. And they and they heard about somebody calling them a flunky. Well, see, you know why they hurt? Because they weren't doing it by the word anyway. Uh-oh. They were doing it simply because, you know, they like me, wanted to be with me, wanted to be around me. And so they got them right to some degree. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't be moved by that. Wouldn't be moved by that. Because they know that they're standing on the integrity of the word. They know this is something that's required. But they don't know that. And so they get to the point, yeah, they call me a flunky. I ain't going to be no flunky. I ain't going to be no flunky. I really am a flunky, huh? No, you're not. But if you have to ask yourself that, then you're not standing on a word. See, you can like people so much until you do all kinds of things for them. But at the same time, that ain't coming from where it needs to come from. Amen. When I go to Houston, I go down there and I, you know, I'll save money to go to Houston, not to, be, and then when saving money, I'd save it to give it to Ivy Hillian. Do you understand that? Now, if Ava called me a flunky, I can take it because I know why I'm doing it. I mean, she never called me a flunky, but I could take it. You understand? I can take it because I know why I'm doing it. Huh? I mean, Galatians 6 says I should communicate with my teacher. I should contribute to his support. So she can say what she wants to. I know why. I know the, I know the basis as to why I'm doing this. Amen. And I still love her, but she ain't going to stop me from doing what I know the Bible tells me I should do. Do I make, do I, do I make, do you understand that? Have I made that clear to you? So you couldn't call a man like that faithful if he moved by the fact that somebody called him a flunky. Now I'm telling you, you got people around you, they'll call you a flunky. Always in that man face. Tell her why are you there? <laughs> <laughs> 
Tell him why you there. Amen. So what if they don't believe me? Well, you did the best you could do. Y'all don't like this lesson, do you? See, it's a requirement that a steward be faithful. A steward is a person who takes care the business of somebody else's. See, faithfulness, your faithfulness is not toward you. It's always toward someone or something. And you can't, you know, don't let nobody make you feel bad or small because you give loyalty to a person based on the word of God. They're not no idol to you. You're not worshiping that person. You're rendering the honor that's due. Jesus even told him, he said, give honor to whom it is due. Jesus honored those who do. He told them, look, pay your taxes and mine. Honor, man. See, it's required. See, and, and that's where we lose perspective at. We lose perspective there, you see. See, I, I you know, you've got to become word people where you're doing things by the word, not out of impulse and feelings and all them other things. You're doing it by the word. The word becomes the foundation for all of my actions and deeds. The word. You see. If you if you can break yourself into doing things by the word, you'll feel much better about yourself. Amen. Now, I'm not saying this about everything, but there are a lot of things you can't talk me out of. And there's some things you can't talk me into because I know better by the word. And that's what that's what God wants for this whole congregation. Amen. Your faithfulness is based upon God's word. And yet you can like the person, but it's not about the person alone. It's about what God says I ought to do toward things and people. So faithfulness. Amen.
Did I help anybody today? Well, that's enough. Did you get it? Yes. Now, that wasn't too much uh, bondage for you, was it? You see. Yeah. You know. Because in messages like this, you can feel like you called out. But I didn't call you out. If you felt called out, I didn't do it. Holy Ghost did it. Thank you, Lord. Well, that concludes today's episode. We thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you were inspired and encouraged. We invite you to join our live broadcast on Facebook and YouTube. We can be found on Facebook at Christian Life Bible Church and on YouTube at CLBC Family. We invite you to tell a friend and to join us each week for our live services. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you again.